It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Hello, this is Tom Scarda, and this is the Franchise Academy podcast, and welcome back to another episode, and my wife, Gina, is here with me as well. Hello, Gina. Hey. We are um, we're just chatting uh, this afternoon about uh, the hiatus that we're on at uh, the Franchise Academy. We didn't post a show for quite some time. A year. Oh, boy. Not quite. <laughs> it was only 11 months. It was a year. And... Um, you know, it's it's what procrastination. We we realized it's something that we call resistance. Uh, so on this podcast, I want to talk a little bit about a great book that we found called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. We kind of were experiencing that resistance today, right? Just to do this podcast for this week. Yeah, it, it's funny how um, you know it's in your head. Really, life gets in the way, and the way. Stephen Pressfield talks about resistance is really, um, it's interesting. He, he said that it's almost like a black magic that comes against you when you're trying to do something. Something worthwhile. Something worthwhile. Um, if you're trying to go on a diet. If you're trying- he actually has, a, a. the book is called The War of Art, Break Through Your Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles by Stephen Pressfield. We highly recommend this book. It is so it's so important just to recognize resistance, right? When it comes, because if you can recognize it, then you can battle it. That's right. You can't battle an unseen enemy, but if you know what it is, but in it, he, he talks about um, resistance, greatest hits. You want me to read them? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's start there. What are the resistance greatest hits? Resistances, resistances, greatest hits. (laughs) The following is a list in no particular order of those activities that most commonly elicit resistance. The pursuit of any writing, painting, music, film, dance, any creative art, however marginal or unconventional. The launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise for profit or otherwise. Any diet or health regimen. We experience that a lot, don't we, in the form of a chocolate usually ice cream. <laughs> ice cream any program of spiritual advancement mm-hmm. yeah. um any activity whose aim is tighter abdominals well, that's another one we experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tom um bought me a peloton was it for my birthday uh no it was christmas last year for christmas last year and um i i at first, I was so excited I got on that thing, but now resistance comes up a lot. I'm going to get back on again. <laughs> um, any course or program designed to un- overcome an unwholesome habit or addiction? Yeah, that that makes sense. Education of every kind. That's so. So the black magic comes up against you when you decide, hey, I'm going to go back to school. And I want to get my master's degree. Or mm-hmm. I want to finish that bachelor's degree or whatever it is. No, All but you don't have enough money. Are going to come up. Yeah, you don't have enough money or somebody telling you, now you're going to go back to school, anything, anything. All of that mm-hmm. is wrapped up. And, you know, some people I just will call it the devil. You know, the devil yeah, comes against you. Can't you can't call this what resistance kind of is. Yeah. Um, the undertaking of any enterprise or endeavor whose aim is to help others. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Any act that entails commitment of the heart, the decision to get married, to have a child, uh-huh. or to weather a rocky patch in a relationship, or the taking of any principal stand in the face of adversity. And that is resistance greatest hits. This is serious business. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And to be able to put a name on it, you know, first you said like once you identify it, once you identify it, that's you know, that's curative. You know, now you know what you're dealing with. When you put a name to it, then you could fight it. Right. And and it's funny because when you're trying to do something and then, you know, as I work in my business at the Franchise Academy and, and with Fran Choice and helping people find franchises. You know, we go through some great due diligence, um, and everyone has some kind of fear and anxiety that pops up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, especially um, during like holiday season, as an example, people will meet their family for dinner for you know Thanksgiving or what have you, and they'll be sitting around a table and they'll start telling people about this you know franchise that they're interested in buying and they're really close to buying it, and everybody at the table will come against them. And it's not because of anything except for they love them and they don't want to see that person get hurt or lose their right. money or whatever. Right. Resistance doesn't always come in the form of an enemy. Not, and it hardly ever is an enemy. It mm. usually is something, it's almost like an inside job. Well, it, it's always an inside. That's now the point that he talks about in the book is that we look for people to blame when we see that resistance. Um, we look for things outside of ourselves, but it's always inside of ourselves. It's how we take the comments from other people, how we allow it. It's, it's every bit of resistance that we experience is an inside job. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But when you're sitting around a table and telling your friends and family that you have, you know, what Zig Ziglar calls a go up goal, um, you got to keep your go up goals to yourself because people are not happy that you are that crab trying to get out of the bucket. Mm-hmm. If, if you are a um, subscriber to my newsletter last last uh, month, the month of November uh, 2018, I put in that old story about the crabs in the bucket. I tell the story. And the Maybe they didn't bucket, know. And the, and the story is real simple. You know, there's um, somebody fishing and they have a couple of crabs in a bucket. Um, and... One guy says to the other guy, why don't you put a top on that bucket so the crabs don't get out? And he said, no, the crabs won't get out because if one is succeeding at getting out, the other ones will grab its legs and pull it back down. Mm -hmm. They don't want anybody to escape. And that's the way it is in life. If you're working like, you know, I was working a regular job before I bought my first franchise. And it was a great job. It was great people. And I still talk to many of the people I worked with back then, 20 years ago. But some people came to me and they're like, oh, I don't even know what to say to you. And, you know, how do I talk to you? I don't even know who you are. Isn't that funny? And people, you know, would that would stop some people in their tracks. And and I was just like, man, I just feel sorry for that person. But I was, you know, onto a bigger, you know, I can't say a bigger and a better adventure. I'm just getting onto a different adventure. A different road from the one they were on. And it's, you know, when it comes down to it, it's not the choice between, you know, franchise A or franchise B as I'm working with my candidates, but it's the choice between uncertainty and unhappiness. And most people choose unhappiness and they stay with, you know, the crap of whatever it is, Um, their job, their relationship, it doesn't matter, but they stay there. 
because um, it's easier and mm-hmm. we know it and, and it becomes almost like an addiction in itself. Yeah, I, I think that's with a lot of things. People get used to um, the pain after a while, you know, whether whether they're staying in a horrible job that they hate or a bad marriage or... Remember the story in my book, The um, Magic of Choosing Uncertainty, I talk about mm-hmm. the dog Oh yeah, nail. tell that story. It's the same, kind of the same thing. There's these two, these two guys sitting on their porch drinking sarsaparilla. Uh, sarsaparilla. He can't shower. say root beer. He always says sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. <laughs> he likes that word. <laughs> it is cool. You can't get sarsaparilla in New York. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, I'm going to buy you some sarsaparilla. All right. E&W if you want to franchise from root beer. But anyway. Um, I'm sure there's a difference. They're drinking iced tea. Okay, how about that? It's the South. They're hot. They're drinking iced tea. And one of the guys has his hound with him, his little dog. And every once in a while, the dog lets out a yelp. So his buddy says to him, you know, what's wrong with your dog? He said, ah, nothing. A couple of minutes later, the dog lets out another yelp. And his friend said, well, what's up with the dog? Why is he yelping? He's like, ah, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just laying on a nail. And he's like, he's laying on a nail? Why doesn't he get up? And And the owner of the dog said, well, I guess it just doesn't hurt enough. I like when you tell it with your little southern accent. I can pull it off. <laughs> Not really. Even I'm a, I reckon it doesn't hurt enough. Nothing broken. But I, I, I feel you know really strongly about this book, The War of Art, and Stephen Pressfield. And Stephen's written many, many, many things. I think his um, his uh, biggest probably commercial success was Bag of Vance, uh, The Legend of Bag of Vance, about the, um, oh, yeah. became a movie you might have seen. Um, he's, he's excellent. And little known fact, uh, Stephen Pressfield wrote the um, endorsement for your book, didn't he? Yeah, for the Franchise Savvy book, uh, Stephen wrote an endorsement. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Stephen's a really cool guy. Um, he's great. He's helping out the little guys like me. So he has a new book out. What's his new book called? So the new, well, he after the War of Art, he came out with Turning Pro, mm-hmm. which is a must read also. These are very easy books to read too. They're, they're, if I can read they're broken up. And <laughs> if Tom can read them, no. Um, if they're broken up into short lessons, really. And if you just read one or two of these lessons a day. You, just a minute. Yeah. But the book, you can finish this book in a couple of hours. It's, yeah. it's really short. Yeah. Um, and do the work is kind of like a companion book for new, yes. the latest book is do the work. I think it's a companion for war of art. It, it is. It's sort of an extension. Um, I mean, the first part of the book goes back to the war of art to kind of give some of the lessons and some of the history of resistance, mm-hmm. but, um, then it goes on to a, another level, but turning pro is important also because what I've found even in my own life, you know, like I read do the work and their reference turning pro and and the thing is is for most of us we approach everything that we do as an amateur mm-hmm. and i was doing the same thing even though i had a radio show with a podcast and the whole nine yards i was still approaching it like an amateur and then i read this book and i'm like you know what i'm starting up this podcast again because because i love doing it um i wish i could just do this all day long Mm-hmm. I just absolutely love it. But, um, you know, if you approach everything from being an amateur, then, you know, you'll never get to the next level that you want to get to. So you got to get serious. And, and what's the difference? Like if you um, – I'm not a big basketball fan, but um, 
a good mentor of mine, Bo Eason, talks about um, Kobe Bryant and how, you know, back in the day when he was just coming up, you know, he gets on, on the team and, and um, the Lakers and, and he is just absolutely a superstar. So what happens? You become a superstar and then all the women come around and the parties and this and that. But Kobe wasn't one to partake in that kind of stuff. When everybody was going out partying, he would go back onto the court and he would practice. He wouldn't practice crazy shots. He would practice dribbling. Basic dribbling. And that kind of says it all. That's a professional. Someone who's not distracted. So the, the other thing that I talk about with my candidates all the time is, you know, you're sitting around with the family and people uh, or, or your friends, your buddy, you're having a beer and you're saying, hey, I'm buying a franchise and they start talking you out of it. Some people, unfortunately, you got to understand this happens a lot. You're wanting to do something big and different reminds them of how little they are and there they become jealous of you. And your success reminds them of their failure. And they will try to drag you down. Mm-hmm. They will try to sabotage you. They will try to, you know, say, you know, you could say, you name the franchise, they will find a million things wrong with that franchise. And it's, and it's not just for franchising, obviously. It's for everything you want to do. I mean, I think... Anything you want to do. You know, when I, I... I'm a stand-up comedian. And when I first took the stage, my first show, um, all my neighbors came out. Mm-hmm. to That's see right. and i don't really talk to my neighbors here. we're friendly and everybody we're friendly nice. but i mean i i honestly think people came to see me fail i really do yeah but you didn't i didn't you killed it i oh, killed it it was a great night it was fun that was a great and that was the beginning of the uh the comedy bug in me yeah. the italian chicks came calling and everything yeah. so. so i remember when i when i um went to go perform for the Long Island's funniest competition. I brought no one. Remember that? I only brought you. You were the only one I brought because I was I didn't want to tell anybody I was doing it because um I was up against a, a lot of comedians who were doing it for a long time. That's maybe a little resistance there. Yeah, well I I won. You won, but you were scared. I was scared. And that is one of the signs of a professional. They act in the face of fear. That's a, that is a sign of a professional. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But also the the fear, we talked about this earlier today also, um, fear is, is a lot like, you know, terrorism. So if you think about terrorism, you know, people blowing up stuff and that kind of crazy stuff that we get in this world sometimes, you know, it's not so much the act that of, of terror, but it's the fear of terror happening you know just one day that paralyzes us and and it paralyzes it could paralyze you if you let it beat yourself you know if you let it beat you up if you continually think about that you know if you think about everything that could possibly go wrong in your day you would never get out of bed right it's the same thing with the fear of flying same with the fear of flying you know people are paralyzed when they get on a plane or they won't get on a plane because they're just terrified of it it's it's a scary thing is it? Well, I love it, but you know, for a lot of people, it's scary. <laughs> I mean, you got to really think about. It's just the thoughts that are going on in your head. That's all, all it is. is. Your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really think about that, not to bring up anything, you know, really negative, but if you think about it, 
you probably know somebody who was severely hurt that's not actually killed in a car accident. But you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who knows someone who got killed in a plane accident. It, it's not that many. But people are more scared to fly than they are to drive. Mm-hmm. So you got to really put things in perspective. And, and just remember, it's in your head at all times, no matter what it is. Even if it's, you know, going on a first date and you know, going on a job interview, um, going to buy a house, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's, you just need. Sometimes you have to seconds. act in faith, right? Three seconds of courage, right? Three seconds of courage. Or as Mel Robbins says, five, four, three, two, one, do it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Great. And that's five, four, three, two, one, act. Yes, Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule, another great book. I got to tell you, we we love reading these kind of books. So if you have any suggestions for us of books that we must read, um, please let us know. And we'll do the same for you because as we read these books, we love to talk about them. Um, but today was all about Stephen Pressfield. So we wanted to make sure that you um, got this information, get the books, do the work, yeah. the war of art, and... Turning pro. Turning pro. Those and are the and three. A bunch of other things too. But these are the three. And you know what I like about um, do the work is Seth Godin actually does the um, the uh, introduction. And I don't know if you know Seth Godin at all, but Seth writes some great stuff about procrastination and fear. And so he wrote the the uh, prelude to this book and um, just really outstanding, just outstanding stuff. But you know everybody gets scared. You know, everybody, even the greatest actors that you know, get sick mm-hmm. before they go on stage. You know, people that have been acting for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. Yeah, yeah. Will, will literally get sick to their stomach before they go on stage. It's scary. And it never goes away. Uh-huh. But you have to face the fear and do it anyway, as Dr. Susan Jefferson and her great book, 20 Years of Love. I kind of, I kind of like that fear right before you're going on stage, whether I've done it for comedy or speaking or acting it's 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 exciting it's there's something to it it's, it doesn't make me sick to my stomach it 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 energizes me and i think it's how you look at it too it, you know it is and again if you know if you're thinking about getting up on you know oh, i gotta give a speech at work or whatever it might be it's all in your head that's making you crazy yeah it's mm-hmm. all the fear about public speaking is in your head it's really not that difficult and and there's you know a lot of resources. I wasn't going to get into all that stuff, but if, if you got to do something um, public speaking wise and, and you're really apprehensive, you should join your local Toastmasters group in your city, wherever you live. And they're international Toastmasters, Toastmasters.com, or is it Toastmasters.org? I forget. Um, and they will teach you how to get in front of a room and talk. We'll put we'll put the link in the show notes, along with um, links to these books that we were talking about and Tom's book. And these are not affiliate links. We don't get anything if you buy the book through the link. So just yeah. so you know. Um, so you'll have any information there so you can just get these books and either listen. I would I would buy the hard copy. These are not the kind of books you want to listen to on audio because you want to have this in yeah, your you hands. But I'm a big I'm a big audible person. I love Audible. Uh, by the way, Franchise Savvy, my, my number one bestseller is um, on Audible now. It so, is on Audible. Uh, mm-hmm. No Brooklyn accent, though. I had actually a professional <laughs> read the book. That was a fun process, that was a casting fun process. the um, voiceover talent for that book. Yeah. <laughs> we got some interesting ones. <laughs> we, get some, like, Herman we had one guy who sounded like he was from 
Transylvania, he sounded like he was Dracula. <laughs> right? I thought it was fun. <laughs> Let's talk about the franchise the Decoder document, please. Item <laughs> <I had> 9. <laughs> wow, you're a comedian. Oh, gosh. Anyway. So this is um, just a really short podcast, just... Um... You know, letting you know that if you got something coming up in your life, and it's not about buying a franchise, but if you got something coming up and and you're feeling fear and you're feeling anxiety and all this stuff, it's in your head, and and you really could get out of it. Um, it's just a story that you're telling yourself, and you can tell yourself a different story. Mm-hmm. So I suggest picking up the book, The War of Art. It's available on that uh, website. It begins with an A. What is it? Amazon, Amazon. We're gonna we'll put the we'll put the link in the um the show page on yeah. uh So the and and you know if you want to get to the website it's just the franchiseacademy.com or the franchiseacademypodcast.com they're all from the same place. TomScarta.com is my central hub to everything that I do. So check that out and um check out you know my books on Amazon and most of all check out my um YouTube. I got about 50 videos uh, all about franchising and a couple of inspirational things as well so check it out and um you know we're we're coming out with these podcasts we're dropping them on tuesdays so tuesday nights check it out um you could friend me on facebook and you could actually watch us in the studio uh via facebook live uh some of the nights not not every show depending on what's going on but um tonight we're not doing it because i didn't put on makeup today yeah (laughs) but listen i didn't get dressed at all today (laughs) this is it it was christmas decorating day um what what did i was i just gonna say i was just gonna say something see Uh, oh i wanted to say that if you have anything you want us to talk about on the show drop us an email um my email is gina at the franchiseacademy.com or tom at the franchiseacademy.com and we'll be happy to answer any questions you want and if you want to be on the show, let us know. Looking for guests. We've got a couple of good guests coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited about uh, a gentleman out of Australia named Trav Bell. He's known as the bucket list guy. He's going to come on. We're going to give him probably a whole hour. Um, he has an amazing program. Um, I believe that's on December 10th, uh, 2018. We'll be dropping that show. All right. That's next um, week. And that's live. That's going to be live. So we're going to be do, doing Facebook on that one. Okay, so good. Well, so I'll put makeup on. It's mm-hmm. going to be uh, 7 p.m. New York time, 11 a.m. Australia time on Wednesday, which is pretty cool. Okay. All right. Well, it well, was then, great talking to you tonight. Yep. Have a great night. And uh, God bless uh, everything that you do. And don't get stuck in procrastination. And we'll be talking to you soon. Good night. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising. Education, insight, and inspiration.